Hi, this is Chris. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Elmi is a Scorpio. Today is September 18th, and this is for the week of September 18th through the 24th. We usually end our podcast with a deep breath. I'm going to start it with a deep <laughs> breath. Ah. <sighs> Well, that's more of an exhale. But anyway, I'm doing that because we are leaving Virgo season behind. Oh. Mars is now in Libra. It went into Libra last week. And the sun will be in Libra soon, too. Mm. Mars went into Libra on September 14th, where it will remain until October 30th. And then the sun is going to enter Libra this Wednesday, September 22nd. And that's the first day of fall. That's right. The fall equinox, right? Yeah. Is that what they call it? So lots of shifting from Virgo energy to Libra energy. And the reason I exhaled is just because Virgo moves at a pretty fast pace. And, you know, you might find it easier now as we transition into Libra to sleep. If you've had trouble sleeping of late, I know I have. Um, and just rejoice, Pisces. If you are a Pisces, mm -hmm. you are about to have survived another Virgo season. And to be fair, I also congratulate Virgos for surviving Pisces season. Mm -hmm. um, but with Mars going into Libra, I'm a little excited. I mean, it's better for me because I have Mars in Sagittarius. And when Mars was in Virgo, it squared my Sagittarius Mars. Uh, so just kind of in general for anyone, I'll just kind of go through the list here. But if you have Mars in Pisces, like one of our regular listeners does, uh, this shift is good for you, too, because Mars in Virgo was opposing your Mars in Pisces. Mm. Uh, people who have Mars in Leo, Mars in Sagittarius, like I mentioned, will probably enjoy this energy more. People who have Mars in air signs should enjoy it more. So if you have Mars in Aquarius or Gemini or Libra, of course, uh, if you have Mars in a cardinal sign like Capricorn or Cancer, you might feel kind of meh about this because those will be um, not working as well with Mars and Libra. And if you have Mars in Aries, whoa, you're really going to have to practice patience from time to time for the next month and a half. Um, Mars and Taurus, you might not like it either, but at least Taurus and Libra can bond over uh, Venus. You both have the same ruling planet. So um, in general, though, Mars, the planet Mars, is not enthusiastic about being in Libra because Mars wants to take action first and think about things later. Mars is very action-oriented, and Libra would prefer to think through its options before acting. So when Mars is in Libra, I actually kind of treat it as if Mars is in Pisces, and that Mars is not going to be its usual hot-headed self. Things will definitely be going at a slower pace than they were when Mars was in Virgo, like I mentioned. And also with Mars and Libra, we might have to actually be polite, which again is not Mars's favorite thing to do. Mars is the god of war. You know, what's this being polite stuff? What's compromise? Those aren't Mars's strengths. It doesn't understand. But with Mars and Libra, now Mars will have no choice but to address those things, whether it wants to or not. And while Mars was in Virgo, whether we were aware of it or not, 
we were processing a ton of information. Our minds were especially active. Our critical minds were working overtime. We might have been overly critical of ourselves or others. Uh, we also might have gotten a lot accomplished. We probably got a lot done with Mars in Virgo, and things might have been running more smoothly than they might with Mars in uh, Libra. Um, with Mars and Libra, we might find ourselves slowing down, though, and literally stopping to smell the flowers. We might find ourselves daydreaming a bit more. We might find ourselves drawn to the arts more. Mm. We might want to get in touch with our creative side, things like painting, singing, writing, cooking, dancing, socializing, shopping, having someone over for a cup of tea, if people mm. still do that. that. Those kind of things might come to the forefront. Uh, we are leaving behind Mars in Virgo with its strong work ethic, its hard hat and lunch pail feel, and its demands to get it right. And we are now in Mars in Libra, which is more focused on looking good, social justice, partnerships, and frozen yogurt. I don't know why I associate frozen yogurt with Libra energy, but I do. Okay. I just do. Um, as mentioned, the sun will also go into Libra, and that is happening on September 22nd. And they say when the sun is in Libra that it's in its fall. The sun is at home when it's in Leo. So when the sun is in Leo, you know, we tend to feel empowered. We tend to feel confident, sure of ourselves, and bursting with self-esteem. Or at least, you know, there's greater potential. We'll feel that way when the sun is in Leo. However, when the sun is in Libra, Libra's energy is more dependent on feedback from others. It's not necessarily standalone energy. Uh, it usually involves working in groups or working with at least one other person. Um, if the sun in Leo is stand-up comedy, which is basically one person on a stage against the world, then the sun in Libra is improv comedy, where you work with a team of funny people, and you even work with the audience, because usually the audience gives you, you know, gives the improv team a word at the top to get them going. And we know in stand-up comedy, sometimes it can be the comedian against the audience. And that, uh, I don't know why I'm laughing. I've been to too many comedy shows where I've seen... Um, uh, things go downhill pretty quickly involving hecklers. But anyway, it's part of the fun. So with this Libra energy, what I'm getting at, uh, for the next month plus, now is the time to find common ground with people if you can. It's time to be diplomatic, be polite, or, you know... Yeah, just try to like, you know, work with people the best you can through October 30th. On October 30th, Mars will go into Scorpio. And then, you know, we're going to get to the root of things. We're going to tell people what we really think about them for anything that's been building up. But for now, at least uh, take the high road if you can. Speaking of Scorpio, as I mentioned at the top, Almy is a Scorpio. She's been a Scorpio her entire life. Mm -hmm. Every week, I like to ask Almy a question to get her Scorpio take on life. And Almy, this week, I have a two-part question for you. Mm -hmm. As a Scorpio, number one, how do you feel about the earthquake we experienced last night? And two, now that we're getting into Libra season, are you feeling the itch to express yourself creatively? Well, regarding the earthquake last night, for me, that really wasn't much. It was a sudden jolt, but beyond that, we didn't really, it was fine. Yeah, you are a native Angelino, so it takes a lot for you to really get going when it comes to quakes. I'm under the table at the drop of a hat, or at least, you know, I get close to the table. I don't fully go under it, but I'm like, I'm ready to get <laughs> under this table if need be, whereas you're just kind of like, eh. 
I guess, yeah. I guess I'm used to it, but it wasn't, it was worse in other areas. Where we are, we felt it, certainly, but it was like a very quick, sudden jolt, and then that was it. So no biggie there. I guess generally, though, yeah, I've gotten to the point where I'm used to earthquakes. They have to be like real, like stuff has to fall down off the walls and off the shelves for me to like get near going under a table. Gotcha. Yeah. Someday I might get there. I don't know. If the earth moves just a touch, I, uh, tend to try to find the nearest table. That's reasonable. They're scary. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. Yeah. And then the second question, now that we're getting into Libra season, are you feeling the itch to express yourself more creatively? And I think one thing that came to mind why I'm asking that question is you mentioned you and a friend are going to be doing a TikTok challenge perhaps in the month of oh. October. And that happens to coincide with Libra season. And that's right. creative output, right? Yeah. Well, now that you've said this out loud, now I kind of have to do it. I was thinking, I came up with this challenge with my friend where every day for the month of October, we have to make a, a TikTok video or put something in reels on one of our Instagrams purely just to find an outlet to be creative, not necessarily to try to get followers or anything, but just to do something easy and fun and creative and all that. And then I started to think about it, and I thought, wow, every day, that's a lot of days. And now that you've said it out loud, it's like, okay, well, I made the challenge. I should try to stick to it. So I guess that is what I will be doing during um, October and all of that. Yeah, why not? You know, why not try to do something fun and creative? Well, that sounds like something to look forward to. <laughs> and in the spirit of Libra season, you know what? I'm going to take that challenge, too. Oh. Because, again, Libra likes to work with other people. They like to work in groups. So yes. if you and your friend are going to be doing TikTok videos in October, I will do them as well. Great. Okay. And and anyone who's listening, please feel free to join. You can let us know if you're joining on, I don't know, our Instagram, something about astrology. We would love to follow you and see what you're doing that month. The idea is to put out a TikTok or a reel every day for the month of October don't beat yourself up if you can't do it. The idea is just to do something. So if you wind up only doing like two a week, I think that's great. I'm just trying to get myself to be a little more creative and have a little more fun. And we have these great tools at our disposal. So why not? You know? Yeah, that's what Libra season is for. It's for making TikTok videos and it's for eating frozen yogurt. Mm -hmm. So let's try to do both of those things together. Sounds great, Chris. Hey. So that concludes the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. Almy, as always, thank you for sharing. Sure. Now, probably the biggest event this week is that we have a full moon on Monday, September 20th at 4.55 p.m. Pacific time. This full moon will be in the sign of Pisces. So this could be a particularly emotional full moon. Mm. We could all be feeling quite sensitive this weekend into early next week. We could potentially be feeling vulnerable. We could feel confused and adrift. Alternatively, we could also feel tremendously inspired. The Pisces moon is great for creativity, especially when it comes to expressing emotions in a creative way. Mm. This could also be a lucky full moon for some of us because Mercury is forming a nice aspect with Jupiter just before the full moon is exact. So this will be a full moon infused with Jupiter characteristics like optimism, growth, and expansion. 
And in honor of this full moon in Pisces, we have our friend Emily Churchill joining us today. And Emily is an actual Pisces. So, hi, Emily Churchill. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and Emily is a certified Reiki energy healer. She's an Akashic record practitioner, and she's a lover of all things astrology. And I took that right from your website, which is letshealthisshit.com. And uh, happy full moon, Emily. (gasps) Yeah, it's interesting. I was just reading... Gal Sasan's newsletter about the harvest moon um, and the full moon in Pisces um, on Monday. So thank you. Yeah, you too. Yeah. And since the full moon is in Pisces, we thought we would have a Pisces on our show. (laughs) Emily is a Pisces. She's (laughs) been in Pisces her entire life. Uh, March 1st. Is that right? That's right. March 1st. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what is your favorite thing about being a Pisces? And can I add to that? What is also the most Pisces thing about you? Mm. (laughs) Well, I think, um, okay, uh, this is good. This is good questions. Um, (laughs) I would say the most thing I like about being a Pisces, and I think I just like it because that's what one of the adjectives are. I don't know if I totally embody it because I want to, but intuition is really high for Pisces. Like they're the intuitive intuitives of the zodiac so to speak and so every time i hear that i'm like oh good job but then i'm also like is am am i doing that right (laughs) so you know it's kind of a conundrum and um what was the first question chris i'm so sorry oh what is the most pisces thing about you and then um what is your favorite thing about being a pisces yes um the most sorry that was a siren on the glen oaks boulevard there it's a um full moon there's gonna be some uh noise exactly <laughs> that's right <laughs> not, this isn't a virgo full moon <laughs> you know i think the the most pisces thing is i take everything personal first mm. and then i I try to bring that Aries moon that I have and be more objective about it, but then I fire out with that fire energy. So, um, (laughs) but, but yeah, I would say I take things at first, I take it personal and then I try to be objective about it. And then emotions, I mean, so many emotions, um, that goes through my body every day. Mm -hmm. Um, so I would say that's the, (laughs) the biggest thing I have as a Pisces. I definitely feel the emotions and the rolling of the waves. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. very sensitive, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. And like you said, tapping into intuition, uh, trusting your gut, I think is a very Piscean thing. Um, do you have a favorite Pisces person? Uh, is there a Pisces that you look up to? <laughs> yes, yes, I do. Um, John Bon Jovi, uh, his, yes. his birthday is March 2nd. Um, and so I, I have been to several concerts on my birthday, of course. And um his birthday is at midnight. And so I know he's never probably, he doesn't know about M Churchill, but he will hopefully at some point. But during the concert, I would literally put out vibes of like, it's both of our birthdays at midnight. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. But yeah, he's my favorite uh, Pisces. Well, and oh, and babe George, my husband is also yeah. a Pisces. I'm so sorry. So, oh gosh, you know, this is, this brings up an interesting thing because, um, babe was like, Oh, I mean, sorry. My husband, Sean George was like, um, uh, you know, I give you the free pass for JBJ. And I'm like, 
babe, I don't need the free pass for JBJ because JBJ is like, you know, the epitome of everything. And, and you're my, you're my partner. So I don't even need a free pass because uh, Sean George is the best and he is a Pisces. And so I think, yeah, I feel like the emotions, they run very high in our household. Um, but I also love that about him because he's very um, intuitive too, whether he knows it or not. And he's very in tune with his emotions. And I just love being able to share that with my partner. Oh, that's, oh, that's awesome. lovely. What I love that answer. That's great. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, so this next question is about yes. the full moon. Okay. And, you know, we associate full moons with letting go of things. Mm -hmm. And then this full moon is in Pisces. And Pisces also has an association with endings. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I feel like, for me at least, this can be per perhaps a very powerful full moon. And there's going to be a lot of stuff being released, whether we actively want it to be released or not. Mm -hmm. uh, are you doing anything special for this particular full moon? It's interesting. Sorry, that was such a big pop. Um, it's interesting <laughs> that you say that um, because I, I've been reading about the full moon um, and I, I'm sure you already know this, um, but it's it's the harvest full moon and it's reaping the what we sowed in the end of March, beginning of April. And so this full moon is all about, you know, seeing the uh, the fruits of our hard work then, now. Mm -hmm. And um, we want to let go of things that are blocking that. And so I don't know personally what I will be doing for the full moon. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm sorry, I don't have a uh, an answer for that, but I'm, I'm trying to really concentrate on, wait, what did I do then? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then seeing, you know, the, the uh, benefits from it. So um, I hope to release anything that is um, blocking my way spiritually, because that is very Pisces, right? So mm -hmm. um, what's, what's blocking me from connecting to my intuition, I think is number one. Um, yeah. That, oh, that's, that's the answer. How's that? No, that sounds good. I mean, <laughs> that's yeah. great. That checks out. Oh, yeah, good. I mean, Pisces, <laughs> Pisces definitely needs to feel some sort of spiritual connection and things, right? It doesn't have to be yes. all the time, but right. I feel like they have to have that kind of connection in life. Yes. Um, mm. so definitely maintaining that and watching that and taking care of that. Uh, in general, do you consider yourself more of a full moon person or a new moon person? Ooh. Do you prefer a full moon or a new Ooh. moon? Oh gosh, this is hard, Chris, because there's no right answer. <laughs> there's not. Oh gosh. <laughs> thank, thank heavens. Um, I would say I'm probably a new moon. I think I'm, I resonate more with the new moon and it's not that I feel extra energy. It's more of the fact of planting seeds. I feel like I'm mm -hmm. much better at planting seeds than releasing, unfortunately, not, not a good thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm much yeah. better at doing that than releasing what I should be releasing. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fine. I mean, part of my theory is that it depends where your sun and moon are in your chart and that will determine oh. if you're more new moon or full moon oriented. Oh. And so you mentioned you have a Pisces sun and yeah. an Aries moon and Pisces yeah. and Aries are right next to each other in the zodiac. So it means you were born around the time of a new moon. Oh. Whereas I have, you know, a Sagittarius sun, Gemini moon. I was born during a full moon. Oh. So I usually feel better and more energized during the full moon. I feel really lethargic, kind of, you know, just lost and whatever during the new moons. Uh, so I was kind of curious to get your take on that too. Um, huh. As a Pisces, what is your favorite alcoholic beverage? <gasps> oh, um, I would say, <laughs> I would say vodka, vodka soda water with a lime. 
Oh, that sounds tasty. You also make a great pickle martini. <gasps> yeah, yeah, pickle martini. Tommy, I would say thank you. And I would say, yeah, that I forgot about my pickle martinis. Yeah, I would say anything to deal with vodka that is a Kettle One or a Belvedere <laughs> or a Tito's um, nice. is usually my faves. But I did like the rosé. Um, from Hampton Water last night, wink, wink. Um, so <laughs> I pretty much, you know, whatever works, whatever is being, you know what? Here's another thing I'd like to say. Uh, tequila has always been on my bad list. And <laughs> most recently, I I get headaches when I drink too much. And tequila is one of those that I can drink without getting a headache. So I would say maybe a little bit tequila. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Sounds yeah. pretty tasty. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. And then on a healthier note, what kind of smoothies oh. do you drink in the morning? <laughs> do you know, did you know that Sean George makes smoothie every morning for me? Did you, you know mentioned that? it in passing the other day? I remember oh. it. Yeah. Oh, I thought weird. he was just making this up out of nowhere. But <laughs> I didn't know that you actually are a smoothie drinker. That's so sweet of him to make you a smoothie every morning. Yeah. It is. And I'm going to be real honest. Um, Sometimes I don't drink them. Uh, oops. <laughs> um, sometimes. <laughs> that's right. It's like, ooh, does it have tequila or vodka? Or is Taco Bell the other option? Um, mm. So, which is okay. bad, bad, bad for your health, I know. Um, but no, the smoothie that we make, um, that he makes for our family is a spinach, banana, um, collagen, and um, avocado um, mixture. Wow. Okay. Um, and basically it's because... I need, well, I think so. I need the banana for my head because I get um, cluster headaches and he, um, and the collagen helps with um, our skin and our joints. And so, yeah, we've been doing that for about two or three months. And I think it's, it's to get the good stuff in before (laughs) the day begins. Cause who knows, right? At five o'clock, we might go to Taco Bell. Who knows? Right. Um, That's what it's there for. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, something I enjoy that you offer is that you go live on Instagram twice a month and you do these check-ins and you do these meditations. Can you just talk a little bit about the, those and when they are and how people can find you? I'm so glad you're, you're asking this, um, Chris and Almy, because I was actually going to ask you singly back because I am coming up with a new formula for my lives. Ooh, um, cool. Because cool. I am, and you are too, more astrology-based, I what I'm going to start doing is the first, so it's this usually the second Thursday and the last Thursday of the month at mm-hmm. 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Let's Heal This Shit. I'm going to be hosting lives. And the first one, which is usually the second Thursday, I'm wanting to implement um, a sign that we're in. So next month will be my first one implementing this. And it's my friend, Faith Rinker, who is a DJ um, on the radio in Bloomington, Illinois. And she's a Libra. And so I'm going to be bringing her on um, in October. And then, you know, possibly for November and December. We'll see. But, um, you know, Scorpio and Sagittarius season, um, yeah. hopefully bringing on wink, wink, someone um, who the <laughs> sign is. But yeah, so that's what I'm doing um, on the first one. And then the last one, my first live by myself will be this, um, the last Thursday of the month. And what I do is I'm going to pull three cards before the session, before the live. You pick which one you want or what calls to you. And then I read what all of them mean. Um mm-hmm. 
So yeah, that's, that's what I've been doing. Amazing. (laughs) And then this is going to be on your Instagram, which is let's heal this S H I T as Chris says, is that where we can find you? That's so that that's it. And I'm so sorry if if, I'm so sorry if people don't, uh, that's a bad word for peeps. I just didn't know what else to say. And I usually cuss a lot sometimes, especially during tax season. I like it. You get to the (laughs) point like, Hey, you got some shit. Let's heal it. Like whatever. Yeah. When I'm not doing a podcast, I'm constantly swearing. It's just during the podcast. It's my exercise and like, you know, restraint, but it's a great word either way. That word gets used a lot. It's a wonderful word. It's a reason it exists. Um, so I guess, I mean, you've done a great job here. Thanks for being with us and tolerating my inane questions. Uh, do you have any other advice for people for the Pisces full moon or anything else that you'd like to share? That's what I was going to ask. If there's anything you want people to know about the Pisces full moon advice, tips, or just general, like, Hey, you should know this stuff. Anything like that. It's interesting that you say that. Cause I was, I've been reading, um, pulling cards of course every day. Um, and I've been reading a lot and it's all about self care right now. And this being the full moon in Pisces, Pisces love self care along with cancer mm. and the sign of cancer. And so I really feel like this full moon, if you do anything, try to do something that is going to refill your tank. Um, whatever that means for you, uh, putting that oxygen mask on yourself before someone else is really important. So think about it during this full moon, what can fill your tank up? Um, yeah. So you can help others. That is great Great advice. advice. Love that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys. Oh, this has been so much fun. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for being here. And uh, we've been talking to Emily Churchill and you can find her at letshealthisshit.com. I said it. Uh, And that's also on Instagram. Let's heal this shit is her handle on Instagram. So uh, thank you, Emily. Happy full moon. And um, thanks for sharing. Thank you so much. Happy full moon. Okay, and then what are we looking at this week? Well, this is the week before Mercury goes retrograde. So we should be treating this entire week actually as if Mercury already is retrograde. Mercury has entered its storm. It has slowed down. The potential for miscommunications and all that fun stuff has already begun, whether we're aware of it or not. The Pisces moon is not going to help with that either. (laughs) Again, Pisces energy is great for inspiration, creativity, being nice to one another. It's not necessarily detail-oriented. But it's very funny. Yeah, and it's very funny. It's great for humor. Um, So anyway, uh, Mercury retrograde officially goes retrograde next Monday, September 27th, maybe September 26th, depending on your time zone. But uh, at least for this coming week now, uh, just act as if, as they say. Uh, What else we got? Um, The moon will enter Aries. Uh, This is after the full moon in Pisces. The moon will then go into Aries at 8.13 p.m. Pacific on Monday, September 20th. And as always, the Aries moon after a Pisces moon tends to, you know, we're building up again. Uh, The Pisces moon is kind of the end of the moon cycle. It can signify endings and that kind of stuff. Whereas the Aries moon, now we're starting a new cycle. So it's about new beginnings, new energy, fresh energy, hopefully um, a little adrenaline uh, rush for all of us if the Pisces moon gets us down a little bit. Uh, Tuesday, September 21st, the moon will continue to be in Aries. Tuesday, September 21st, my day planner is also telling me that is the UN International Day of Peace. 
Um, I guess it's the 21st of September every year, so hopefully it will be a peaceful day. If they'd known the moon was going to be in Aries that day, I don't know if they would have scheduled it for that day. Mm -hmm. But uh, hopefully uh, we'll be okay. we got a lot of Libra energy out there, too. If Reagan were president, they would have picked a different day. Remember he had his own astrologer? He did. His wife, Nancy. Well, he did, too. They were both very—no, they had, like, an actual astrologer on the White House staff. Oh, gotcha. It was the astrologer. Okay, gotcha. I thought Nancy was the— astrologer. But... I think she was into that, but yeah. maybe she influenced him. I know that Reagan was actually very into astrology and had an astrologer to help guide him with stuff like scheduling meetings like that. Yeah, I knew that there was definitely that influence. And Reagan, of course, was an Aquarius. I say, of course, I'm pretty sure he was an Aquarius anyway. But he open was to an that. actor, which explains oh, yeah, why he had an astrologer when he was I'm president. an actor. I'm into astrology. I guess I'm going to become president at some point here. It's inevitable. Yeah. Um, I look forward to that. Wednesday, September 22nd, as Almy mentioned, that is the fall equinox. It is also the day the sun will enter Libra. Now, Thursday, September 23rd, when the moon goes into Taurus, we are going to have all kinds of Venus energy in the air. We're going to have the sun in Venus. We're going to have, I'm sorry, we're going to have the sun in Libra. We're going to have Mars in Libra. Mm. The moon will be in Taurus. Uh, Libra and Taurus, of course, both ruled by the planet Venus. So Thursday, Friday of this coming week, the 23rd and 24th, that's a great time to do anything creative, even if it's just taking a time out and going to a museum, um, revamping your wardrobe, going to the hair salon, get your hair done, whatever it might be. But uh, Thursday and Friday, look for ways to bring beauty or work with Venus in your life. You might not even have to seek it out. Venus might find you because there's going to be so much Venus. Um, and then as far as this week goes, any day that's like good for tackling practical matters, uh, I was going to suggest Friday, Friday, September 24th, mm. because that day, actually, there aren't many aspects uh, out there, especially in the evening. Friday, September 24th might be just the perfect date night if I had to throw mm. something out there for you. So maybe uh, I'll take Almy out for dinner. There you go. Oh, you, just, you heard just talk it my here. Yeah. This is happening now. This is happening. <laughs> just talking myself into it. Uh, Friday, September 24th is date night. And then uh, Saturday, September 25th, I guess I'm getting ahead of myself here. We don't usually go this far. But um, next weekend, the moon will be in Gemini. So the weekend after this one, uh, I expect there to be a lot of activity. And then we'll be going into Mercury retrograde shortly after that. So uh, that concludes our weekly podcast. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Have a great week. We love you. And I think Almy's going to take us out with some deep breaths. Absolutely. Get comfortable. You can lie down. You can stay seated. And if you'd like to close your eyes while we do this mini meditation, then you can do so now. And together, I want you to take a deep breath in through your nose. And now slowly release that breath through the mouth. And one more slow deep breath in. And a slow deep breath out. Last one, deep breath in, and deep breath out. All right, and stretch it out. Release any tension from your shoulders, your neck, your jaw, your forehead. Thank you, as always, for listening. We so appreciate your support, and we'll talk to you soon.